It is like a finger pointing away to the moon. Don't concentrate on the finger. You will miss all that heavenly glory. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the 250th anniversary edition of the I Love Success podcast. Yes, 250. I can't believe it that I have recorded 250 episodes. I met almost 250 people from all walks of life, people like... UFC champions, New York Times bestsellers, 9-11 survivor, an astronaut, many, many martial artists, writers, coaches, women, men, everything. I met so many interesting people and they've shared open-heartedly with me and you. So... Before we get started and this um, episode, I think it's going to be truly special and I hope you will truly enjoy it. I just want to say thank you. Thank you to everybody that has been here from the start or jumped in somewhere in the middle or maybe this is your first episode. Thank you. I really appreciate you and I'm going to share a little bit more why I do this and why this is so important to me. But let's just start with thank you and thank you to Toby the producer uh, of the show has been with us since the start. And Malik, thank you for being an advisor. And, and thank you all of you that have, you know, introduced me to guests. And thank you to all the guests who came on and, and shared so open-heartedly. And, uh, you know, to be honest with you, doing something 250 times it's not always easy and it takes commitment and your motivation goes up and down. Uh, some weeks I've been super excited about doing the show. Some weeks I've been like, hey, I have so much other things going on in my life. Uh, I just want to quit. And then I just go back to when I hear from guests uh, from guests, and also from, from listeners saying, hey, your show has really made an impact on my life. And, and, and that means a lot to me. So consistency is key, but it's also about making a decision. And we're going to talk more about this, but I made a decision to do this and then I'm going to do it. I'm not going to let my feelings get in the way in the way. And I'm, I'm going to keep doing this as long as there's people out there listening. And, you know, I really, really enjoy it. I want to grow. I want to take it to the next level. I want to help more and more people to achieve their dreams and be happy and, and live a fulfilled life. So maybe you heard this before, maybe this is the first time, but I actually want to help at least 10 million people to go after their dreams. It's a big, fat, hairy, audacious goal, and uh, it gets me up in the morning. And uh, sometimes, though, when you have these big, scary goals that you might have as well, it scares the shit out of you, and it 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 paralyzes your actions and then you have to get back to okay what's the next step the next step is to put out another show the next step is to talk to a new person the next step is to go and work out and work on myself 
So even though sometimes two big goals can scare the shit out of you, it, it, it's the same for me. You just have to go back and say, hey, what is the next step that I need to take in order to make this successful? And then you just go out and fucking do it. Anyways, welcome to the 250th episode of the I Love Success podcast. This episode is going to be ultra, ultra special. I mean, for the 50th episode, when we celebrated that, I had a UFC fighter with an incredible story, Patrick Cummins. And uh, for the 100th episode, we did a live podcast in Marcus Koval's gym in Hawthorne, where we had multiple speakers uh, doing a great job. And, and it was super cool to, to do a live podcast and a lot of things went wrong, but I learned a lot of things and I think we provided value to a lot of people. The 150th episode I had on Leon Logotetis, the kindness guy, which was also an incredible experience, very, very cool and amazing human being. For the 200th episode, we had Dave Asprey on the show and for the 201st episode, we had Tom Bilyeu. And in between, I mean, Lyoto Machida, Alexander Volkanovsky, uh, I mean, who else? Joe Vitale. I can't even remember the names of all the amazing and incredible people I've had on the show, but they're, they're all unique and their story is amazing. So I just want to let you know, people always ask me, who's your favorite guest? And they all are because I've learned something from all of them. And just to be honest with you, and I'm going to share what we're going to do with this episode, but I just want to say thank you to all the guests. And, and also, I want to say thank you to you guys, because you have made me grow so much in this past 250 episode, which equates to maybe four or five years of work. I see how my mindset have changed and how, how much knowledge I have for tough situations and also how, how much I've learned about enjoying life and going after what I really want. And I, I'm starting to see amazing results in my life in all areas. And I would attribute most of it to, to the show and, and, and all the people that I have met. So it's just been an incredible journey. And, and if you, if you're on this journey with us and learn something from every episode and try it in your own life, you'll also notice how, how much your, your life is, is going to change in the next, next couple of years in a positive direction. So just incredible. And you might wonder, if you listen to the past episode, um, it was the shortest episode we've done so far, but I think it was ultra-packed with great information. I also disclosed that this episode would be a journey. And the journey is me going and doing one of the things that I've always dreamt of, and that is visiting Bruce Lee's grave in Seattle. And not only visiting his grave, but also what that represents for me and what, what dreams represent for you and how you can actually have for full circle moments in your life. And before, before I start sharing about the trip that I just came back from, uh, two days ago, that was, by the way, an incredible trip. I just want to go back to how this all started so you can understand. And uh, 
for people who don't know, my father, he's been my sensei, my coach all my life. And probably the single most, he and Bruce Lee has been the single most important people in my life when it comes to my martial arts growth, which has also transpired into, you know, my life growth. And I've had a lot of amazing mentors around me, both that I met and that I read books from and, and listened to podcasts and YouTube clips and things like that. But I would say those are those are probably the those are the two most important people when it comes to that type of growth. So first of all, that thank you so much. I'll see you soon. I'm really looking forward to have a great summer with you and uh, celebrating my wedding and your seventieth birthday which will be at the same day and uh, that's going to be amazing and uh, I'm quite excited about that. But my father, he, he watched Bruce Lee's movies and he was so excited about martial arts and uh, the mystery of it. I actually asked him last week, like, why did you even start with karate, you know? And he, he told me like he was, the mystery and you know we used to watch Bruce Lee movies and, and things like that so this this goes back um, more than 40 years ago and my my father started training karate he was new in Sweden he immigrated from Macedonia as a young 18 year old you know there's so much you still have to learn and you're in a completely new country and you don't know the language you don't know anyone and you're working in a textile factory instead of being out with your friends so as you can probably imagine it was not the easiest um, thing but my father has always been strong and positive and he found martial arts and karate and his sensei Roy Anderson it was one of the first um, karatekas in Sweden and he was actually started his karate club with a yellow belt, which is unheard of nowadays when everybody has black belts with, you know, fifth degree, sixth degree, and a lot of them are buying them online. That's a completely different topic. Uh, knowledge versus, you know, marketing, which we see in all industries, not only in martial arts. Anyways, uh, he found his way in life through to karate and uh, he met my mom uh, they got married my mom moved to Sweden you know they had had a couple of kids first my sister Juliana and then three years later I was born um, when I was about six years old I watched the karate kid and uh, fell in love with karate and uh, decided to start training with my father before that I've been to all his practices but I always I didn't want to train at one point I even threw all, all my, I probably told this story before but I threw all my uh, karate clothes out and ran out butt naked uh, from the from the dojo which is uh, a fun story but after seeing karate kid there was something with me that decided to train and I think it goes back and and I'm actually getting an epiphany now because I've been talking about making the decision and then just go out and do things in life and what I mean with that is that a lot of people are like hey I'm gonna try doing this and I'm I'm trying to achieve this goal I'm trying to do this 
what it what that really means is that you have not made up your mind. Once you made make up your mind, hey, I'm going to do this, then you'll find a way. And if you fall fall short that time, you'll find another way and another way. And and most people never make decisions because they are when I say decisions, real decisions that you are real truly going to live up to. And most people unfortunately they don't make real decisions and they rarely achieve their goals because there's always that oh i tried no joda said this there is no try right so making a decision and and truly making a decision means that this thing you want or want to achieve has to come from your inner heart core and soul you really want to do this it can't be someone else telling you uh, which start, which at the beginning that happened for me in karate. Right? I was with my father. He was like, "Come on and train," and I didn't want to do it. But then I I saw this scene in Karate Kid where Daniel san speaks with uh, Mr. Miyagi, and Mr. Miyagi uh, tells him, "Hey, if I'm gonna teach you karate, uh, listen to this story. Uh, it's like a grape walking on the street." Either you walk, if you walk in the middle of the street, sorry if the story is not perfect, watch the Karate Kid and you'll hear it. It's, the grape is, uh, Mr. Miyagi says, it's like a grape walking on the street. Either you walk on the left side or on the ref- right side. If you walk in the middle, you'll get squished like grape. So either you do Karate Do Yes or you do Karate Do No. And this was, I was six years old, so and I'm 36 now. This was 20 years, 30 years ago. Oh, my God. Is that correct? <laughs> um, yeah, this was 30 years ago. I made that decision, and I'm still training karate. I'm going to do that for the rest of my life because I am a martial artist. Do you understand? I hope you have something in your life that is that important to you. And that is positive. That can help you. Um, anyways, going back, I saw Karate Kid. I saw that scene and I decided to start training. During that time, I started to get more and more role models. And this, again, because of my father. And I watched Bruce Lee and Jean-Claude Van Damme movies. Bloodsport, The Quest, um, Kickboxer was one, a couple of my favorite movies. Uh, which reminds me, I got to watch them again. And then Bruce Lee's movies. My favorite Bruce Lee movie was Fist of, Fist of Fury. I uh, also loved uh, The Way of the Dragon, The Big Boss, Enter the Dragon, The Way of the Dragon. Basically, I love them all. But Fist of Fury was my favorite. And I, I started to fall in love with Bruce Lee's philosophy and also... Him and, him and Van Damme being an actor, I started to fall in love with Los Angeles. And, it, and for many years, I dreamt of becoming a martial arts actor in Hollywood. Uh, that dream changed into, you know, I became an athlete in martial arts. And then I decided I really wanted to live uh, in L.A. And uh, thanks to Bruce Lee and Van Damme, these, these dreams that I have for over 20 years, I vi- visualized them and I, I managed to, to arrive at my destination and find new ways. So it's just an incredible journey that I have been able to take because I've had the courage to dream and also making a decision and sticking with it for years. 
And I think those those are the main things, you know, have the courage to dream and also have that, you know, stick with things for a long time. Things will happen. I think I saw a post on Instagram that most people quit after a couple of months and um, Usain Bolt or like 100 meter runners, they train for four years for a nine second race. Yeah, that's life if you want to achieve something. It's the decision. So thank you to my father. Thank you to Bruce Lee and thank you to everybody else in my life. I truly love you. Uh, my wife, uh, Lillian, uh, thank you to my mom, Violetta, my sister, Juliana, um, my best friends, my uh, cousins, the people that have hated on me, that haven't believed in me. And thank you to all of you guys. I, I'm happy. And uh, this is... This show is not about me, but I just want to say that every person that I met, for some, some reason I've learned, learned something from them. And at least I've learned that this, uh, this is uh, some, someone that I don't want to be like. And here we are, episode 250 of the I Love Success podcast. I decided, and I mean, just so you know how much I love Bruce Lee, all my walls was with posters of Bruce Lee. And not only posters of Bruce Lee, I actually framed them as like a seven or eight year old kid. I, I worked in my, my parents' tobacco store and across the street there was this framing guy and I, I became friends with him and he used to sell frames that he had extra off for a low price. And uh, I, I framed all these posters. I made nunchucks in school. I totally was like, playing an instrument and then I put a chain with the blocks uh, in between the, the blocks and made nunchucks in school. Uh, I remembered many of Bruce Lee's quotes, which we'll talk about uh, shortly. And, you know, I've imitated Bruce Lee several times and there's probably going to be some pictures on this uh, post uh, with, with the show so you can see for yourself. And... Um, you know, why did Bruce Lee give me hope and give me strength? Because he was short, like I am. Um, he was probably much cooler than I, than I was because he was a fighter when he was a kid. I was more the chubby bullet kid. Uh, but Bruce Lee was an underdog. He, he was Asian. He looked different. And uh, he still managed to have this aura of confidence, which I loved. And he was so fast, so explosive. And he had the charisma, like my father always said in training. Bruce Lee had charisma. And that is something incredible to have. And as an underdog myself, I related so much to that. And I wanted to become uh, like, like Bruce Lee and like Van Damme and be strong and be cool and be able to do all these kicks and be be in movies. Um, and as I told you, I learned a lot. I went, it's because of them I'm actually here today in, in LA. And uh, now I decided to make the trip. And I'm sorry, guys, if this whole journey doesn't make sense. Uh, bear with me, listen to the show, try to take 
out some nuggets from your life because I'm sure you you have felt a lot of the things that I have felt. I'm sure you're dreaming about going visiting somebody and going to to a place. The difference is that I I actually do it, and I don't say that to brag. Uh, I just say it because I make I make the effort to do things, and uh, it actually on if you Google and find out exactly what's on the tombstone of Brandon Lee Bruce's son, it, it's something along the lines like how many more moments will you have of this specific moment, and and for example, how many more Christmases would you have with your father, like how many more times will you actually go to the gym. Or how many more, how many weddings do you have? <laughs> how many vacations do you have? Um, so I make an effort to do things. And it, it's like Bruce Lee said this quote, if I tell you I'm good, you'll think I'm boasting. But if I tell you I'm no good, you'll know I'm lying. If I tell you I'm good, you'll think I'm boasting. But if, if I tell you I'm no good, you'll know I'm lying. So here I'm at, am, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm good, I'm doing this, and I'm taking this to a whole nother level in my life because it's important to me. And again, you can do that too. I give you the permission to be bold, to, to believe in yourself, to, to, to be strong, and to go after what you want. Don't ask for permission. Just go out and do it. If it's in your heart, you can do it. And Take it from somebody who has basically nothing special. Now, nowadays, people say, oh, you're special. There's something special about you. No, it's like 30 years of fucking showing up, you know, and having fun at the same time. It's not a hard thing to show up. It's actually fun. And, and, and now seeing the results in my life and, and just seeing how things uh, will keep improving in all in all areas and that I'm learning more and more things about myself about the world and relationships that's just that's just beautiful and you can have it too you just have to show up and make the decision anyway here I am going to Seattle to visit Bruce Lee's tombstone and uh, I traveled there and I arrive and I have one day before I'm going to the grave to kind of relax, feel out the city and, I, and, and walk around. And funny enough, Seattle is, has basically the same weather as my hometown in Sweden, Halmstad. It basically rains all the time. It's a beautiful city, but it rains all the time and it's windy. Uh, so I arrive to Seattle and it's gray and it reminds me of, of home. Uh, and also reminds me why I moved <laughs> from home. Uh, but I'm walking around and the sun comes out and that reminds me of the good and amazing days in Hamstad. And I find this coffee shop, Princi. If you're ever in uh, uh, Seattle, you have to go there. They have the most amazing croissants that is like crunching and oh, with Nutella and they had one with prosciutto and, and parmigiano. And yeah, just amazing. And by the way, uh, Seattle has a great coffee culture. Maybe you know the first Starbucks was uh, open there. Not, not that I'm saying that Starbucks has great coffee. Depends who the barista is, right? But uh, they, they just have amazing coffee. 
and uh, there's 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 a lot of coffee shops and people if, if that know me knows that I love coffee but I'm walking around here in, in Seattle and see the water the the greenery was so green and just start thinking about Bruce Lee and thinking about a quote that he he said and it's very simple it's from enter the dragon when he's teaching his student he says it is like a finger pointing away to the moon don't concentrate on the finger you will miss all that heavenly glory so i'm sorry for my accent i'm trying to imitate bruce lee and i did this since i was a kid and during this thing i'm gonna say one more time he hits the student in the head because when he when he said it is like a finger pointing away to the moon. The student is looking at the finger and he's like, don't look at the finger. Don't concentrate on the finger or you will miss all that heavenly glory. Which I thought about this quote a lot of times, but as I'm walking around in Seattle, I realize exactly what Bruce Lee meant. Like, Life is here. Life is now. Enjoy it. Don't be in your fucking head. And it's so hard. We're, we're, we're all doing it. We're all overdoing it. But you can. You can remind yourself of being present. You can do that. I promise you. You just have to work on it all the time. And then you'll, you'll arrive and keep working on it. Uh, so I'm walking around and... Having dinner, I'm going, uh, and then going to bed. The next day, I'm going for a run. It's again cloudy, and cold and windy, and I'm running to the water and calling my my father and mother because my father loves Bruce Lee as well. So I wanted to talk to them about today. And then I'm standing there freezing and remembering, wow, people are so strong in the cold countries that I can work, work out. And I used to do that myself, but now I'm so spoiled with, with good weather. And again, remind myself that I made good decisions in my life. And uh, I hope you do too. And if you haven't made good decisions, start making good decisions because it adds up and life gets better, even though it's hard in the beginning. It's again, that decision. I run back. I go and uh, take a shower, get ready, and I go to the Princey coffee, coffee shop again. And I meet this, this lady, Sue, while I'm eating breakfast. She can't, can't seem to leave me alone. She keeps talking to me, and I'm not sure if he's homeless or what's going on, but she shares her story that she's been, she's uh, an alcoholic anonymous and she has had a hard time and she had also roots from Sweden she's been to Sweden and we just kept talking and we, we connected and she was so cute she kept coming to me and and saying my name and wanted to share her story and she had a very hard time but she said I'm trying and I'm doing better and that that made me made me happy and it's funny I don't know what it is but I get connected with amazing people and I think it's my energy and the confidence that I'm starting to build and uh, I'm happy to, to be around mostly amazing people. And again, that's a result of what you reflect. So if you're around 
people that are negative or people that are not supporting you or not, not helping in your life, then you need to work on yourself and, 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 and be more positive and, 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 and just like be relentless with the people around you and you, you, you're going to start attract more positivity. And I know this is easy to say. Maybe you, you live in a, in a small town where everybody is negative or, or whatever, but then find a way to connect with people online or, or, or I'm sure there's uh, positive people and good people that you can be around. Anyways, uh, I'm eating my breakfast. I uh, kind of want to be alone and, and think about the day, but Sue won't leave me alone. <laughs> and I think that's in a way cute and I'm, I'm happy with that. Going into an Uber and um, going to the Lakeview Cemetery in Seattle. And of course, we drive the wrong way and the Uber driver drops me off and I ask these guys, where's Bruce Lee's grave? And... Uh, they point me in the right direction and I start walking, walking, walking and uh, going the wrong way. And, and during leading up to these couple of weeks, I've seen crows kind of uh, in many places. And that scared me because I, I know that I've heard that's not a good sign, at least. But I wonder what it was. And then at this time, I'm, I'm under a tree and this crow is yelling and yelling and yelling or singing. I don't know. Maybe it, they're singing. And, and I was like, I, I'm getting goosebumps now because it was scary. And then I'm at a cemetery as well. But eventually I, I find my way to Bruce Lee's grave and the crow quiets and they're gone now. And there's just more beauty and serenity. And I, I, I come to Bruce and Brandon's grave and I sit down on the chair there there's like a bench there uh on that bench there's a quote of bruce lee uh, saying the key to immortality is first living a life worth remembering and there's also a message from from shannon his daughter and linda his his wife um and i'm sitting there starting to think and um contemplating about this guy that changed my life and that I always wanted to come and visit him. And here he lies with his son. Um, he lived, both he and his son lived a very short life, but they did so much uh, during that short time. And I'm sitting there contemplating. It's a little bit cold. I'm a, I'm a little bit sad. And there's coming people on and off. And I'm sitting there for about one hour and during that hour on a random Wednesday, random cold Wednesday in Seattle, about 50 people came through to pay, pay their respect to Bruce Lee in just one random hour. I'm sitting there thinking, these are people from all over the world, super nice, a lot of them martial artists, a lot of them just regular people from all walks of life, from all looks and all religions and and all of that they're all like bruce lee said under the heaven we're all what but one family and you know we start talking and connecting and start thinking like t speaking about immortality 48 years after your death on a random wednesday 50 people are coming to pay their respect you're still giving hope to all the underdogs out there 
And that made me smile. And that's like, wow. And I realized I'm one of them. You know, it's a full circle moment. I'm, I'm still here. I'm still, you're still giving me hope. And that makes me very happy. I sit there for, for a little more while and then I start walking. I just feel like walking. I, and I walked for a while until I call an Uber and decide to go to Ruby's Chow, which is the first place Bruce Lee worked when he came to Seattle. And it was a Chinese restaurant. Ruby Chow was family friends with Bruce Lee's uh, family. Uh, so he worked there as a dishwasher, I think, and slept upstairs. And I get I get to this place, and this is probably 60 years ago, and there's nothing there. It's a parking structure for a hospital. And I was like, am I in the right place? And yes, I am, which makes it even more interesting because you need to know that in life, like, Things move on. Most people don't even know that the restaurants was ever there. And that happens with us as human beings as well. I mean, in two, three hundred years, will, will anyone ever know that we was around? I don't know. That's why I love doing this podcast. I love writing, taking pictures, you know, all of those things. Because maybe in a couple of hundred years, there's somebody in my family or somebody else that that is mentioning me and and they can see who I was and what I wanted to show up as in life and hopefully that will be a positive experience to them and uh, I think that's something beautiful but this restaurant wasn't there anyways my next stop is I'm walking towards um, Chinatown and Tai Trung which is the oldest restaurant in Seattle. I think they opened in 1935 and also Bruce Lee's favorite restaurant. Uh, so on my way there, I walked past his second school. His first school was in a garage across the street from uh, Ruby Chow's and his second school, uh, I walked walk past and uh, it's just a door. It's probably super small and I start thinking like martial artists, like we we're pretty cool people. Like we don't care if it's a garage or if it's like a small little studio, we do our shit and we become confident and we go out in the world and create good lives. If you look at a lot of super successful people and, and, and good family men and women, they're martial artists. They are learning the code of the warrior, as we say in Japanese, Bushido, uh, a warrior's code and um, the way of the warrior. And there's many sayings in different martial artists, but Basically, it's about, you know, being strong, being kind, being fair, showing respect um, and, and just be like a, a superhero, basically. Um, so anyways, I walk past that. I, I walk past Wing Luke Museum, which, have an, which has an exhibition for Bruce Lee and it's closed. I only open on the weekends, but uh, I peek in and I see a lot of um, Bruce Lee memorabilia which is super cool to me and then i walked to tai trung and that restaurant looks old as shit uh dirty and dark and i was like where am i uh but it was probably the shit at some point but i walk in it's packed with people and it's one of those 
cool places that you wouldn't find on on an Instagram post, but it it's it's still amazing. And I walk in, I, I sit down in the bar. I was like, let me eat here. It's like, no, if you want to eat, go inside. So I go inside. I meet this lovely young lady, and she takes me to my table. And I look around, and I was like, start thinking. And Bruce's favorite food here was beef oyster, beef with oyster sauce. And I think about taking that, but I I, I uh, chicken out and take what, what I what I like, which is chicken, by the way. Uh, but I'm sitting there thinking, here was Bruce Lee with friends after practice, just a walking distance from his dojo, spend a lot of time here and just have a good feeling of, of being there and walking in his footsteps and seeing and trying to feel how he lived his life and it's a great experience for me because here I am from six years old I've been dreaming about martial arts and you know falling in love with Bruce Lee and 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 learning so much from him and here I am and because of him and my father had the courage to go after my dreams, made the decision, and now, you know, I haven't arrived yet, and I I, I, I don't want to arrive because life is a journey, right? But I want to get closer to the things that I want, and I want to achieve them so I can set new goals, but I've achieved so many of my goals, and uh, this is just the beginning, and this is, I have a lot to thank this man for. Uh, and again, it's the decision, guys. It's, I'm not saying this to, to brag in any way. I'm saying it to inspire you to, to do your shit every single day and have fun doing it. I spend a little bit more time in Seattle and, and this full circle moment for me is incredible. And I, I realize that dreams do come true and there's, there's so much beauty in the world. Uh, during this trip, I also meet um, a lot of lovely people. Uh, and although I'm traveling myself, for the first time in my life, I don't feel lonely. I'm connected with the world. And it might sound crazy to you, uh, but it's not. It's about feeling the love that the world has to give and being confident in, in who you are and seeing the results of your labor and starting to get that confidence going for you. Anyways, this was my story. This was our 250th celebration anniversary edition. And this was my trip accomplishing or going after one of my dreams and this was a, a, one of the things that I wanted to do before before I die I've done it I want to go back with my father uh, to visit Bruce Lee again and uh, it's giving me some extra energy you know to to work a little bit harder and to put out more things in the world uh, and also to calm down like during these couple of days I've been like on and the, the pace in Los Angeles is sometimes very high because we make it that way. And I, I fall into that. But when I was relaxed, 
I connect it with more people and I, I want to keep doing that. Uh, I want to keep connect more and slow things down, but still being able to be more successful or, and achieve the things that I want. So being more clear on how I do my, my things uh, and, uh, you know, just be, be more efficient. Uh, like Bruce Lee would said, hack away all, hack away the unessentials, you know, take away, don't add. What else can I share today? Like, what are we going to see in the show in the future? Uh, to be honest with you, that's something that I'm working on. I want to give more to you. I want to make something incredible. I, I think uh, we might have another show coming up as well. Um, I want to hear more from you guys. I, I hear from some of you, but I know a lot of people are just listening and they maybe you are one of those you don't take the time to you know reach out but please do just know how much energy that gives me uh even if you say this show sucks at least i know uh, uh that you're out there and maybe you can say why it sucks if you like it please let me know why you like it and what i should do more of i really want to i really want to really do this i know that I have to grow in many areas. I know that I ha have to hire a team behind me to grow this show. And uh, all of that is in the works. And I, I am I'm working on it. I want to, to give more to you. And uh, I, I want to hear from you. So if you enjoy this show and enjoy the other shows, please let me know. Uh, thanks again. And, and again... I hope you can have something in your life that you do consistently. I have a lot of those things and it adds up and it's so cool. Now, now when I think about it, 250 episodes, that, that's pretty cool. And I'm not stopping here. Uh, you can do it too in whatever area that is. Working out, kissing your husband or wife every day, writing in your journal, you know, being kind, cooking being a fighter, being a business owner, being an athlete, whatever that might be, you can do it. It's about making that decision again. Uh, that I think that's the storyline. Make the decision and ju then just go out and fucking execute every day. And I'm sorry for the profanity, but, you know, it, it's part of life to, to do shit. And we need sometimes... Uh, kick in the butt to to do that we need permission we need help and uh, you know i'm grateful for everything thanks again check us out at ilovesuccess.co check me out on youtube as well peter jumrukovsky instagram at peter jumrukovsky i want to hear more from you thanks again and uh, i love you guys <laughs>